You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 Dean Radio. I'm your host, Adam Wright, along with co-host Justin Tucker. We are on to week two of preseason in the NFL, and we have no shortage of things to talk about here, so we're going to dive right into it. First off, we have Cam Newton and the Patriots, uh, who have just gone through a little bit of a mishap with with a COVID test. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton took one off Cam off of uh, off team facilities and he is out a couple of days for a couple of days because of it now cam newton is actually unvaccinated mind you and this has caused this has caused a couple of issues whether you agree or disagree with uh players getting vaccinated or or not being vaccinated but this has opened up a little bit of an opportunity for Mac Jones for these next couple of days where he's going to be out. And Bill Belichick said himself when he was asked about it, he he's asked, does this given, does this, does this open up an opportunity for Mac Jones to start? And he said, and Bill Belichick in those Bill Belichick way, he goes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And so I guess the, the question we can take, take out of this is, is this an actual opportunity where Jones, Mac Jones, can realistically beat out Cam Newton? Well, if I'm in my joking sense, I'd say absolutely not. Cam Newton, Superman all the way. Absolutely, he will lead you to the playoffs. He will lead you to the promised land, and he will show you what you're missing. Oh man, look at look at the throws he's been making. Unbelievable. Delusional ass. But if I'm being serious, yes, this is a perfect opportunity for Mac Jones to come in and show what he has during preseason and show Bill Belichick, hey, I'm capable of running this offense if anything happens to Cam or I get to the point where I'm just, like, better than Cam Newton right now, which I'm not sure will happen within the first four weeks of the season. But by, like, week eight eight or nine, you could possibly see a quarterback switch depending on how – good or bad Cam Newton plays or how good Josh, I mean, uh, Meg Jones is pro- progressing. So I think this could be a good opportunity for him to get some reps, get more acclimated to the NFL and get better. So he'll one day take over, take over the reins. So I've said this from the start of ever since draft day, Ever since they drafted Mac Jones, I don't want Mac Jones starting in the first four weeks of the season. I just, I don't. I think you're throwing him in the deep end without his floaties. No matter how NFL ready he has looked this this preseason, which he he damn well has, but he's you are just asking for trouble by throwing him out there before week four. And so my my main issue is week four is when they when they have to face the overwhelm arguably the the overwhelming favorites to win the super bowl in w- the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady the narrative changes with that they're going to this throws him is you're just asking for trouble with it and by doing so they need to and even if they do just start him for a couple of weeks and then sit him for week four, that's I still have an issue with that because then you're just cycling him in and out. That could still do something to him. I'm all about t- 
taking care of the young quarterback, take nurture your your franchise guy, the the quarterback of the future, and once he's NFL ready, you throw him out there. But that time is not now. He's not ready. We have Cam Newton for a reason. Bill Belichick brought him in for a reason to be yes. a veteran leader and to be a mentor. I could yeah, give a rat's ass about his about his potential, about his play style, about whether or not he could win games. I just want him to be a bridge quarterback. That's all. But no matter what, it, no matter what, I don't want Mac Jones starting to start the season. I I just don't. I don't give a rat's ass about his power. I don't give a rat's ass about his speed. Shout out to Felger and Maz on 98.5 The Sports Hub going off about Franchi Cordero in that Andrew Benintendi trade when it first happened. Oh, man, I can't. But anyway, as I digress, I think Mac Jones, if given the opportunity, I think, depending on who's he going against, could start some games in the NFL this season if asked to. If, per se, Cam Newton gets injured and is out for the rest of the game because of his playing style, which could factor into it, which I hope not, knock on wood, because Cam Newton will lead you out to the playoffs. You just don't realize it yet. And so, over, t- I believe what he's shown in preseason and what he's going to show later on, hey, he's a rookie. He'll make mistakes. He'll throw it into double coverage. He's learning new things and he's learning different coverages in the NFL that's being played that wasn't being not necessarily played during college that is harder to see in the NFL so I think over time he'll get better but I do think he can learn while Cam Newton is absent for week three and take those necessary reps in order to become the future of the franchise see I agree I just think he needs some time. I just think he needs some time to get ready. Even if he is, even if he he does happen to be ready, better safe than sorry. I don't mm-hmm. want to ruin this quarterback. They spent the fifteenth overall pick, the highest pick they've had in a very long time, with on this quarterback. This is the this is the highest a quarterback has been drafted ever since Drew Bledsoe about about thirty thirty so years ago. Mm-hmm. So this is there's some high stakes with this pick. And if this pick fails, then it could screw up the Patriots franchise for a really long for a few for a l- really long time. It could. Because you know, you have a you have a bust at quarterback, meaning you're going to have a gaping hole there for a few years until they figure out that Mac Jones is a bum if he is. And then they have to draft a new quarterback. Yeah, and then they have to wait for him to develop, and they mm-hmm. have to make sure that he actually ends up being the guy. And God forbid that guy isn't the guy, then you're really screwing yourself up, and you're getting up to a decade at this point without good quarterback play. And you just you have just become become like the New York Jets, where you're just cycling in quarterback after quarterback. And we'll get to the New York Jets in a few moments. They're actually they might have done something good for once. Shocker. Yeah, big shocker. Anyways, we're going to move on to our next part. Um, We have a certain quarterback in – there's another quarterback controversy going on on the other side of the country 
in San Francisco between Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Little, mm-hmm. Maybe something unexpected could come up. We don't, you never know. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. Welcome back. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast. I'm here with Justin Tucker. We are talking some preseason football. And we just previously spoke about one quarterback battle going on in New England. Now on to another that's going on in San Francisco between quarterbacks Trey Lance, Trey Lance taking taking number three overall in the draft, and Jimmy Garoppolo, who was trade who was traded from New England back in 2017, then given a massive deal before before he even threw a pass uh, in his second season with the team. And now he and now there's a little bit of a controversy because Trey Lance has continued to show some show his potential uh, in these past couple of in these past couple of starts. He the efficiency isn't there yet. He has been under. He still has a completion percentage of under 50 percent in both in both games. And, but regardless, mm-hmm. he has certainly at this, at this stage, um, uh, exceeded expectations as to where he's supposed to be by now. Um, mm-hmm. so the league perception has been that Jimmy Garoppolo would be starting for most of this year, but Justin, do you think that Jimmy Garoppolo could that sorry that Trey Lance could be starting sooner rather than later. It could very well happen. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened around week five, week six, around that time, when they're like, "All right, Trey Lance, it's your shot. Give it a go." Because I just don't believe they they are high on Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, where's where's my manners, porn star Jimmy? I don't think they're that high on him right now, which is why they took Trey Lance with the third overall pick. So I could see it happening with the way he's playing during preseason. Yeah, he's making mistakes. He's a rookie. They're allowed to make mistakes. But the way he's throwing touchdown passes, the way he's throwing the wide open receivers, the way he's throwing receivers open, you like to see that. And you like to see that from your quarterbacks. And some of the throws he makes, some quarterbacks couldn't make that even if they tried to. So it's different than how I expected Trey Lance to start off preseason. Season and at the rate he's going, I could very well see him starting starting in the regular season sooner rather than later. So look, as I said before, the efficiency isn't quite there yet. He threw mm-hmm. a pick in the in the uh, in the beginning of his of his second preseason start, and he had a completion percentage of under fifty percent the game prior. Now he's still flat. He's still shown a lot of potential, but this is a guy who, when he went into the league, everybody thought he was going to be a he was going to be a project. Anyways, we don't know what he we didn't know much about him. We didn't know what he was going to what he was going to be like. We just know he has some raw potential. He has some talent. He has the abilities. He has the tools. He's just going to need some time to develop, and we'll see what they, they'll see what we have in him. But you see a lot of Patrick Mahomes in him, a type of player who's able to, who has a great arm talent, great arm strength, and 
is able to make to make plays with he's he's a dual threat quarterback at the same time. So mm-hmm. this is something where they're just going to have to wait and see, but he has been pretty good pretty er, pretty early on. So Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been good either during the preseason as well. So he hasn't gotten that many reps, but in the reps that he's gotten, he hasn't really been that good. He hasn't been bad either. In the reps he's gotten, he went three of three in one drive for 26 yards. It's not high numbers. He threw a pick in his last game. In his last game, because I think it was the receiver. I'm not sure if it was the receiver's fault or not. I'm not sure if the pass was – it was a forced interception or it just went through the receiver's hands and it got picked. I can't remember, but I think it was Asante Samuels Jr., who I really like and I'm very high on. I think he's one of the best candidates on defensive rookie of the year. So I'm happy that he's looking good in preseason. But overall, I think Jimmy G hasn't looked horrendous. I think he's just not getting the reps because it's preseason and he doesn't look too bad, and I think he won't lose his job during preseason of all times. That's it. No, I'm not saying he's going to lose his job during preseason. Like that's that'd be that'd be absurd, especially given the position that each of these two players are in. One's going, one's expected to be a project in Trey Lance and Jimmy Garopp, and uh, the other is Jimmy Garoppolo, who is expected, who's most pretty much expected to start. I'm just saying I think it's I think it's going to be sooner rather than sooner rather than later. At some point this season, he's going Trey Lance could could end up starting over Jimmy Garoppolo. But if I'm the 49ers and if I play this smart, I would rather sit Trey Lance for a year to iron out all the mistakes than try to force him in now. Uh if I'm the 49ers, I'd keep Jimmy G in for the entire year, even if they don't make the playoffs, just because I believe with the talent they have surrounding Jimmy Garoppolo, it's good enough to at least make the playoffs. Because we weren't saying this in 2019 when they were making the Super Bowl. This only came about because of one throw that barely was overthrown to Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl. If that's completed, we wouldn't even be having this conversation about Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G will be the star of the Super Bowl, and we all be saying porn star Jimmy in admiration. But that just because of that one play, we've all we went from Jimmy G's a very good quarterback to he's now about to get his job taken from by Trey Lance. So if we can just dial it back a minute with Jimmy G and just let him be the starter for the year and just let Trey Lance learn from Jimmy Garoppolo and let them mentor and let him and let Jimmy G have the reps and let him mentor Trey Lance, I think this could be a playoff team for years to come. So Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is a player who he can, he can certainly play, but they definitely see more in Trey Lance. Obviously they took him number three overall. This is going to be a guy who they're going to, and they spent, they spent a lot of money on him. They, and they also spent a second round pick on him to get, to get acquire him in a trade. So they might, if they're going to trade him, which they absolutely should, they need to get whatever they can for him yeah. because you can't just spend all this money on a quarterback, spend a second round pick, have him have a pretty good year and 
win most of his starts for you as a 49er and then just get nothing for him. So maybe in these in these starts that he that he gets, try to maximize his value, try to get try to rack up his numbers so you can say at the deadline say, "Hey, does anybody need a quarterback?" Cuz we have one to give. Yeah. And he's kind of cheap right now based upon market value. I think he's cheap. Well, yeah, of course. This is the lowest value he'll he'll come at. I mean, no, it's part, not in market, just like his contract. So it wouldn't be a yeah. heavy burden to put him on your books, depending on who you are. Right, that's also a good point. It's it was a good, it was a big contract at the time, but ever but since the deals of Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Tom Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick, it's not all that these bad big deal. deals, it's not that big. It's not that big of a deal anymore. Mm-hmm. So this is, yeah, you're absolutely right there. But anyways, um, we hinted a little bit earlier on in the show about the New York Jets possibly doing something right for once in a very long time. We'll get we'll get that to you next on the Fumble Ruski podcast. Welcome back. I'm Adam Wright with Justin Tucker. We've been talking about a couple of quarterbacks. And Zach Wilson for the New York Jets put on a bit of a show this past this past weekend. He had he threw his complete his completion percentage was nearly perfect. He threw for a couple touchdowns and over a hundred yards. So Justin, do you think the Jets have finally found a franchise quarterback? Easy there, big fella. Easy. Let's and let's slow down on the Zach Wilson hype for right now. Really, my follow-up question was going to be even bolder. Mm-hmm. Let, let's let let's just calm down on old Bucko here. He's been looking good in the uh, in the preseason, but again, it's preseason, so let let's take it with a ton of salt, not just a grain, a ton of salt, and let's just all right, he's looked good, but overall, is he the franchise guy? I don't think that's a question you can answer during preseason. I think that's something you have to answer during the regular season. So I, I think the jury's still out on it. But he's taking steps in the right direction to show you, yes, he's fully capable of it. I believe down the line in, like, the first two weeks, if he starts to show you, like, wow, he, he really got something to him, then, yes, I, then I can be like, all right, I can see him being the franchise. But I won't say it until I see him in the regular season and play like a franchise quarterback. See, this Jets team most likely will not even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But do you think there's a chance that this team could suck, but Zach Wilson still plays amazing? Yeah, I could see it being like a Bengals situation where the team is terrible, but the quarterback plays them good. I could see it like that. Or in Justin Herbert's case, being offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I could see something like that. Right, because. I mean, this team may not be playoff caliber, but they do have a couple a couple pieces here mm-hmm. and there now that you now that we think of it where Zach Wilson could actually play a little bit. You know, you have cor- you have a nice deep wide receiving core in Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, Jamison Crowder, Elijah Moore. You have all of these pieces, all these targets for him to throw to. 
And mm-hmm. as long as this, as long as the offensive line doesn't get him killed, then this could be a good. Then, and maybe Mike, maybe running back Michael Carter, a uh, rookie court, rookie white running back for the team. If he could be, if he could be of use to them, maybe he can. Uh, now it's not a playoff roster. That's not a great offense by any means. But could that be an environment? That could be an environment for him to be surrounded by where he could he could grow into a legitimate NFL quarterback and maybe the team maybe as the roster gets better this team this franchise turns around yeah I could see it they have a few pieces here and there on offense and defense I think we're forgetting that CJ Mosley is back now for the team and he's hopefully 100% healthy not going Quinn Quinn Nelson I mean not Quinn Nelson Quinn Williams Quinn and Williams who's a giant monster stud at D-tackle, he'll be there. And their whole entire front seven before before the injury to, I want to say Carl. Carl Lawson? Yeah. Yeah. Before the, it was. It was the only significant loss, though. Yeah. Besides that, they haven't really, they always, they've been saying down in New York that there's been a, an injury bug that's been biting him, but it's mainly been backups, you know, players who are barely starters. I mean, the re- the only real loss that they've had was Carl Lawson, who's going to be out with a ruptured Achilles. Oh, I didn't. I know he's out for the season. I would... But other than that, I think their front seven is going to be very good, and they have the pieces around them to be very good. I think they're just – they have a quarterback that's young and inexperienced, so I'm not sure that will be conducive to wins. And I'm not too, like, happy about their – wide receiver core. I know they got Corey Davis, but I always looked at him as the two in Tennessee. Now, if he explodes in what in uh, New York and becomes the true, a true number one, like he should have been in 2017, I'd say congratulations, but I'm not sure he'll be that true number one yet. And so I think it's just a matter of wait and see what you have. And if I think they'll be better than last year, because there's, there's no way you can be any worse than you were last year, but only up from here is the way I'd see the Jets. I'd see them going like six and eleven, which isn't bad, but it's not all that great either. Yeah, this will be a team where you look at it as more of a moral victory at best, and they'll yeah. they'll show some potential. They'll they'll probably give a couple really good teams, actual playoff teams, or even contenders some scares. But overall, they're gonna lose most games, and this will be a team where. They don't make the playoffs, but they you look at them and you say they might have a little bit of a future going on. Mm-hmm. Better be careful, though, Patriots fans. You guys might lose to them one of these times. Give me a break. I don't I want, let's not go that far. Let's not go that you far. Can be this, way this, about- is, this has been a little bit of an episode of overreactions, but that's not that's that's like that's just give me a, just be quiet, Justin. Just no, 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 just, no, no. I, I like how you say Cam Newton is a bum. He's He's not going to lead this team anywhere. But then when I say the Jets could actually beat the Patriots, you, you're like, nah, come on. That's, that's, that's an overreaction. Because as bad as Cam Newton was, as bad as that, ro- that Patriots roster was, they still swept the Jets last year. Yeah. And now with an improved <laughs> roster for the, for, the, for the Patriots, it's not. I know the Jets have, have an improved roster too, but the Patriots, it just evens out. And if Mac Jones is starting, I'm I'm forgetting what the schedule is looking like. 
for the Patriots. I don't know if they're facing the Jets before week four. But uh, Patriots schedule. Let's see. Are they facing? So preseason. Preseason. So they have September. So they have August, September 19th. So September 12th. That's Dolphins. They do have the Jets. Before They do have the Jets right before. So they have the Jets a couple weeks. But it doesn't matter. They're they're gonna they're gonna beat them with Cam anyways. It's a so it's an improved roster. You're saying Pats and Sue? Pats they sweep. Mm-hmm. And they're not facing him in the playoffs, so it's two two and zero oh against him. It's gonna happen again. Okay. I'm, we'll remember this. This is recorded. It is recorded, and I'm gonna have. If I end up being wrong, I will have to record myself cutting back on it and saying, "Yeah, I was wrong." Unless something controversial happens, then I have. Then I have an excuse. It doesn't mean you won't. I won't ride you for it and saying, "Yeah, not that I told you, you guys could lose." She said. Oh, <laughs> uh, this guy. Anyways, time will tell on that one. To uh, to reference. Episode are th- an old episode a couple couple episodes ago episode thirty six where we said that every other sentence. But anyways, next we're gonna talk about we're gonna go into the new Indianapolis Colts whose two best players have gotten injured recently, but it seems like they have a little bit they the their recoveries have gone a little bit faster than expected. We'll get to that next. Stay tuned. All right. Hello and welcome back. So we get into the Indianapolis Colts now. And a couple of weeks ago, quarterbacks, uh, quarterback Carson Wentz for the Indianapolis Colts and guard Quentin Nelson were arguably two of their best players on that team. They saw su- they both suffered the same foot injury, which originally required five to 12 weeks recovery. But mm-hmm. it seems that all of a sudden, in a blink of an eye, just like that, they are already back back in practicing this week, and yep. they are actually, according to reports, inter- uh, internally within the within the organization, those two are expected to start week one, barring any changes or any setbacks. Mm-hmm. So, Justin, uh, um, if this happens, like if this pans out. What do you think we can expect from the uh, Indianapolis Colts going into next year? Or, sorry, well, this year. I think the team is going to be a bit rusty at first because Carson Wentz Quinn Nelson hasn't been with the team during training camp. So during these preseason games, they don't have their starting quarterback and their starting left guard. That's going to be a problem that's going to transition to the regular season because they need that continuity to like ingratiate themselves to like they're playing like Carson Wentz. He just arrived there. So you kind of need him to be like there to learn the plays, learn every, how everybody works within that scheme. And when he's not there, it's kind of like, uh, so you want your franchise quarterback to be there. And so it's good news and it's bad news. I, I wouldn't rush them 
I want to see where they are and be like, do I play them or do I not? But it's a good overall. It's a very good sign that they might be able to play week one. And I was very worried about their schedule. Yeah, I know you were. You mentioned that right away uh, in your initial take a couple of weeks ago when we meant when we um when we first talked about this when this first came up is that they they have a really tough schedule coming out. But look, the the fact remains. So regardless of of their of whether they're rusty or not. If they're mm-hmm. healthy, they need to play. That's just it's you shake you got to shake off the rust somehow. And um they they are probably going to struggle coming out of the gates because they've because Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson haven't gotten reps with the with the new the newly formed team. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have to figure things out on the fly and that might take a couple of weeks. Now, I, they may not start 0 and 4 or 0 and 5. Like we like we thought they would if they if their backup quarterback and backup guard would be starting, mm-hmm. but they'll still end up having to having to fight back from a bit of a hole coming out of the start of this season. And now you and I, you and I, Justin, we had this team on our power rankings, yeah, uh, on in the top ten teams coming into the season. And I don't know about what I don't know about what your thoughts are, but I ha- I wrote them off yeah. as soon as I found found out news on this. They might be in my I had them number six, so I was pretty high on them. Yeah. But I still might I I don't think I can put them much high um back quite up to that same spot. They could be top ten, I think, maybe seven or eight, but it's hard to believe that a team that will go go off to a slow start will be uh, will be a top six team in the league. I just they'll have to be like electric in order for that to happen. I don't see it. Well, as far as the Colts are concerned, and um, as far as their injuries with Carson Wentz and Quinn Nelson, as far as like their camaraderie with the team or whatever, Quinn Nelson's been there since the jump especially since Frank Reich has been there. So as far as like the play calling and scheming that it'll be fine considering he's, he's been there before he knows what's up. He knows the line and he'll be in there just fine. It's just a matter of, is he healthy enough to play? I think it's the same thing with Carson Wentz, just to a lesser degree because he has had relationships with Frank Reich being on the Eagle staff that won the Super Bowl and then went to the, Colts so it's like all right there's there's something here to this I believe Carson Wentz could be fine it's just a matter of with all the injuries in his past is he actually 100% healthy to play with or to right play? but Justin it's still a completely different personnel he has to get used to yeah I think that's that's why I'm like hesitant to be like oh they're just going to like fire off on all cylinders yeah they won't do that that's yeah. not going to happen I think they'll rely on Jonathan Taylor more often than not. Just, I think they're just going to try to do that until Carson Wentz feels completely like fine with the receivers and whatnot. Yeah, you're right on that one. Um, As I always am. I'm always right. That was a given. But 
it's it, it's going to be it's going to be a tough thing to tell. They'll have to but they will I think they obviously will struggle out of the gates. Like that's that feels like a given right now. Mm-hmm. And um they do have some familiarity, especially Carson Wentz with well, and especially Quentin Nelson since he's been on the team for a few years. But Carson Wentz, he still has a relationship with Frank Reich, and he's going to want to model that that offense after the 2017 Eagles, which which was a career year for Carson Wentz. Yeah. But it's still going to this 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 team is going to take time to gel especially now i thought they were going to take time to gel before but now it's 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 especially going to take time mm-hmm. like they they're going to struggle for a little bit and i think they'll they'll emerge as a playoff team later on in the year maybe 10 and 7 11 and 6 oh these numbers oh these numbers all right well up next we have another quarterback recently injured quarterback Dak Prescott recovering from his shoulder surgery or sorry not shoulder surgery shoulder tweak and we'll get to that we'll get to that next don't go anywhere you're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast all right here we go we have Dak Prescott on the Dallas Cowboys who has been recovering from a soldier uh, sorry, shoulder injury, mm-hmm. and so he has he hasn't gotten any preseason reps. He's hardly gotten very very much, uh, very much training uh, action in training camp either. Mm-hmm. But regardless, in his recovery process, the team up has updated and have informed the media that he will be ready for. Uh, for September 9th when they open against the Buccaneers. So Justin, um we haven't really touched much on the Cowboys this offseason the besides Cow- the Dak, when the Dak Prescott deal happened, but yeah. what do you think what do you think we can expect from this Dallas Cowboys team this year? I think they'll be contenders in the NFC East. I think they'll do what they always do, blow away games that they should win and when it comes down to the final game of the season whether or not they make the playoffs or not they'll lose and then go home which is what they always do it we them boys but to me in all honesty i do think i do think they're going to win the east i don't i'm not convinced about the quarterback situation in philly i'm not convinced about the quarterback situation in new york and I'm not overly confident in that Washington football team offense. I know they added a few pieces here and there, but I'm just hesitant about it right now. But I I do believe it's going to be either the most competitive or the least competitive because I believe all the teams in that division has an opportunity to win that division, regardless of. You don't have confidence in the New York Giants? Daniel Jones. You you don't think you so you don't like Dar- Daniel Jones? I'll take it. The man trips over his own feet. No, I don't trust in Daniel Jones right now. He did it once. All right, running by himself. Tom Brady's done that before. Okay. He was trying to catch a pass and he tripped. He was trying to catch a pass. Daniel Jones was flat out running. <laughs> that did happen. It's I still I still think I mean it's just a it was just a mistake. I mean it happens. All right, fine. That's one mistake. 
But if you're in training camp and you're throwing interceptions to literally the defender who's the only one there, that's where I'm like, okay, what's going on here? What are you doing? What are you seeing is the big thing. So until I see more improvement from Daniel Jones, that's where I'm at with the Giants because I don't care how many weapons you put around him. This is, he needs to show me that he can actually do this. So you're not convinced on Daniel Jones. You really think um, you're more on, regardless on the the additions they made this off season with Kenny Galladay added to the mix, added to the mix with Darius Slayton, Justin uh, uh, Sterling Shepard, sorry, yeah. Evan Engram, and Saquon Barkley. Not mm-hmm. convinced. That team needs that team regardless. Daniel Jones needs to step up. You could have all those pieces around him, but if he doesn't step up, what's the point in having them? All right, we are getting off topic though. I have to I'll catch us right now. We need to we need to revert back over to the Cowboys. Cowboys, but Cowboys? Yeah. Let me let me give you my basic take on this team. If the defense is good, the team will be good. Oh my god. This, that offense, that offense is electric, and if Dak Prescott is anywhere bat, anywhere near where he was last year, yeah, and the defense is good, then they'll be a playoff team. Even with the, even if the Giants end up panning out, even if Daniel Jones end, ends up stepping up with weapons around him finally, mm-hmm. they that they there's still no match for the Dallas Cowboys if they can play defense. Who literally a couple of years? I don't get. Literally a couple of years ago, were just one of the better defenses in the league, and then just fall off a cliff last year. But do you remember how electric that offense was? That cow Cowboys offense was in the first couple, first few weeks of the season. It yeah. was great. Ceedee Lamb looked amazing. He looked like a legitimate no, future number one wide receiver, mm-hmm. and he could be this year. You have Amari Cooper. Michael Gallup's your number three guy. Mm-hmm. He's usually he's more of a number two, and he's your number three. Mm-hmm. And then you still have Ezekiel Elliott, who's who's gonna eat. They that's a pretty good team. And yeah. if that defense can step up and play better, then that's a playoff team. But it's and the Cowboys. Well, they they've got to break that curse eventually. eventually. And they have been playoff team. The, they were they were the Cowboys in 2016. Yeah, that was a pretty, pretty the, damn good the team. They, they still went got 13. Bounced. Okay, they went 13 and three. Yeah, I'd hear you more if you said the 2018 Cowboys where they beat the Seahawks but then lost to the eventual NFC champion Rams. But if you're bringing up 2016, they lost in the divisional round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see them I'm, making the I'm, playoffs. It's it's Super Bowl contention that I'm worried about. Not okay. only really I not never I good. never said anything about Super Bowl contention. I just said that they'd be a playoff team. Yeah, that's a big if because they don't even make the playoffs when they have like playoff aspirations. For, forget Super Bowl, it's playoff aspirations they struggle with, and there's no reason they should be struggling with that with the amount of talent they have on both sides of the ball. Well, I the issue is that the it's not the t- like it's 
on the defensive side of the ball, that de- that talent needs to come through. And like like I said, like I said, if the defense does come through, they'll be a playoff team because then they'll have more balance. The issue last year was balance. They didn't have defense, and they were lo- they were losing games on offense. On on defense, when their offense was putting up, was lighting up the scoreboard like a ping, pinball machine. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to the the offense is is proven enough, and as long as Dak Prescott's shoulder is all right and his and his ankle, by the way, which he snapped in half. But yeah. as long as that's this this team's a play, this team's a playoff team. Yeah, they could be. But it's the Cowboys too, so you got to be careful with them. Yeah, I never said there's any guarantees, but in but it's an if, it is an if. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, do you have any other thoughts before we close out the show? Uh, my my Ravens are still on their winning streak during preseason. I'm happy about that. Let's get it. If only your team could be like us. If only. Yeah, we're we're more focused on the Super Bowl winning streaks. Uh, winning Super Bowls. You guys, have, let alone regular season. No, that doesn't. No, we're not counting. You guys aren't on a Super we're Bowl. We're not counting regular season. So we're no, counting I'm, preseason. Preseason no, is where it's at. You rack no, up those wins in there, and you'll be in the Hall of Fame for sure. You only but, have one Super Bowl. You've only won one Super Bowl, and you haven't won twice in a row. That doesn't count. Just because we haven't won twice in a row? You're saying you guys are on a Super Bowl winning streak. Oh, yeah. That, well, they won. They won two in a row, yeah. back in in eighteen and sorry, in fourteen and sixteen. That's not two in a row. They they won. They won two Super Bowls without a without losing a Super Bowl. How about that? They lost in seventeen to the Eagles. Stop that. I I miss I I misspoke. More like we were more. We are more focused on winning Super Bowls rather than preseason win streaks. Let alone win streaks in the regular season, which is even also more important. Or playoff win streaks, which are also more important. Y'all remember the last time y'all went on a winning streak? Y'all remember how that ended? Oh, well, that's not to say winning streaks are bad. It's just finish out your winning streak with a Super Bowl win. Yeah, and... And they have had a long 20-plus game win streak where they won two Super Bowls. So just saying. They've had their share of success. We'll talk about it later. Anyways, that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify, Spreaker, and Google Podcasts. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast to keep up with the podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you next week over and out. Bye-bye.